every negative thing is a mm-hmm. dollar in your pocket. That made me feel like this. Yeah! That's what it is. I'm Nikki Bond, and my absentee rock and roll dad has just recently come back into my life. So now I have to try and teach him how to be a father, because he has no clue. Hello, welcome back. I'm Nikki Bond, and this is Whoa Dad without a dad because he's still taking a break. But you already know that because you're probably here to listen to part two of the chat with Bobby Lee. Now, some of you are annoyed that I cut it off and I made it a two-parter, but I was just taking advice from previous analytics and requests where everyone said that over an hour is too long, so I was trying to break it up, but apparently I fucked up and I shouldn't have done that on this one. I'm sorry, Alexa, Chris, Ned, you know, fuck you, I'm working on it, but at least I broke it up in segments. Last episode was more career-based, This episode is more of Bobby's personal life story. And just to remind you where we left off, we were talking about trolls on the internet and having to deal with mean people. Now, don't get me wrong. I still am victim to, like, some some guy direct messaged me this three-paragraph thing of why I'm not talented. It's like I know, I know, but he just and I read it and I remember going, being sad for that day. No, yeah. So it's really hard. Yeah, it's really hard. I'm not telling you that I'm I'm victim to it too. Yeah, but but the truth is that look at the reality of your life. Like look around this room. Look at what we're doing right now. You know what I mean? This is the only thing that's real. Yeah. It's the only thing that's real. Everything else is some sort of like thing in your head that you're like, you know what I mean? You're popping yourself into someone else's reality. You don't even know them. They're not, it's not it's real like, though. It's, yeah. it, it, it doesn't, you know what I mean? What's real is if you touch this you. leather, you know what I mean? And you smell and you look at all these, it's a beautiful little place, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Um, not little, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know what I mean? But this yeah. is like, um, the only thing that's really reality. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So, um, I'm sorry that that's happening, but that's good I wouldn't necessarily though. say that it was a bad thing. Right. No, that's good. You know advice. what the bad thing is? What's the bad no thing? No one commenting. Yeah. Yeah. Zero comments. Yeah. You're doing something wrong. Okay. You yeah. really are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know a lot of comics that don't get anything. You do. They don't get followers. They don't get comments. Yeah. There's something uninteresting. Yeah, you know I mean? about them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like that. That's that's not a star. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, keep it coming. I mean, you know, it's painful though, man. I mean, because yeah. you had abandonment issues. I yeah, that's you know I mean? the whole thing. Yeah. That's that's what I think I struggle with, but I don't want to talk about myself because I talk about myself on this all the time, but that that's where the triggers are is like if something good happens i'm like whoa and then it like if a booker's fucking with you and then all of a sudden they're not that's my abandonment issues like it, it propels do you have that with your uh netflix netflix yeah they don't know i do stand-up comedy <laughs> but does that trigger your it, it, it triggers so much within me because uh... I, I look at what they like and and they're the cool group so it brings back to me in high school. It brings back to me, you know what I mean, feeling like, you mean, not a part of anything, you know? Yeah. But my reality is, like, when I go to any town, I sell out immediately. Right. Every show. 
Yes. Right? So that doesn't necessarily, just because Netflix isn't on to me and they're not, I'm not one of their favorites, doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not credible and I'm not, yeah. you know what I mean, a legitimate comedy force. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But let me tell you something. I still get it. There are pe- I, I went in and pitched something with Joe Coy six months ago to Netflix. And all these executives are going around, and they were like saying, oh, Joe, we love your stand-up, you know what I mean, this and that. No. Yeah, to Joe. And then they looked at me, everyone, and they go, wait, you don't do stand-up, do you? No. And I was there with Howie Mandel, too, because he was producing, like, pitching it with us, right? Yeah. And Mandel said, no, he's a, one of the best, you know what I mean? Like, you do? Right? And like I sat there, like, yeah. And I've been, I did The Tonight Show in 19, 2000 or whatever, you oh know what I mean? Oh, my God. You know what I mean? And it's like... But you know what I mean? And you get that pain and you lay in bed and you go, I'm a loser. You yeah, know? Yeah. And I'm not a part of, you know what I mean? The club. The club. I'm not being seen. I'm not being seen. That's the hardest, yeah. And um but you know what? But that but this is I like it. The reason why I like it is because I like this. I'll show you. Yeah. yeah revenge. It's sick. Yeah. No, I'm the same. Right? But yeah. it, it, there is a part of me that's like, you know what? Hopefully one day. And I've done that many times in my career where someone didn't like me. And then all of a sudden I'm working with them. Right? And they don't, they're not privy to the thing that they rejected me to. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. So there was an agent in 1998. He was at ICM. Okay. And my manager got me in a room, and he looked at me, and he goes, you're never going to work. Shut the fuck up. And I go, why? He goes, I think you're funny. You know what I mean? There's potential there. But he goes, you're Asian. You're a little guy. There's no roles out there for you, which is true. Yeah. Right? And you're just never going to work. You know what I mean? At the time, there weren't roles. There weren't at that time, right? And I go, and I I remember tears building up in my eyes. I'm sitting, I'm a kid. I'm in my 20s, but yeah. like, you know what I mean? I'm just yeah. like, you know what I mean? New, you yeah. know what I mean? And I had made the move up to LA, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's telling me this, and I remember going, walking out of there, and my manager, I'm still with my manager, by the way, Abby going, um, it's all right, we'll find some, we'll find somebody, we'll find somebody, right? And I remember, so now, years later, I'm on Matt TV, and this is my eighth year, right? And one of his clients, this agent's clients, I'm the one that got him as a regular. I'm the one that went to the casting and go, this is the kid, right? I'm the one that went to the producers and the owner of the show and went, I'm telling you why. And I pitched and I pitched and I made it happen. He became a a regular on the show. So the first night, my buddy is doing a live sketch in front of a live audience at Video Village. And I'm watching him do it, and I'm laughing. And I look to my left, and the agent's standing right there, the guy no. that said, right? And now, like, at that time, I was like, the, me and Mike McDonald were the highest-paid guys on the show, right? Yeah. And he's, like, looking at me, smiling, right? And I wanted to go, this is what I wanted to go, I fucking told you! <laughs> you know what I mean? I fucking told you! You know what I mean? What the fuck? You know what I mean? But instead of doing that, I looked at him and I gave him a hug. Wow. And I looked at him and I go, hey man, I'm glad, you know, what's the name is on the show, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, thanks for your help. I go, yeah, all right, man. And I kept watching, but in my head, I go, I think I won that one. 
Oh. He doesn't need to know. He doesn't need to know. I know. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. But I love that. And just you, sw- you just were chill, and suave about it. Yeah, because oh you know, God. I you know, I, you know, it's one of those things. It's a nod. You're like, I know. Yeah, you know, I know. And I'm also very like, um, I think this equates to my dad. You know what I mean? There have been people in my life when I was a kid that, without their help. You know what I mean, and their loyalty to me, right? I don't. I think I could. I could have killed myself. I mean, it was a terrible. I had teachers and people in my life that, that like pulled me, helped me, and pulled me along. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, cause since I got sober so young, so I had like, you know, in high school I got sober. You did? I relapsed a bunch of times in oh. between there, but from high school to thirty, I was sober. Okay. Wow. Right. So I had AA sponsors and stuff, right? That were like, you know, you know, and um. Club, you know, the Fred Burns, from the original manager at the comedy store back in 1995, they believed in me. So I just, I have this loyalty, you know what I mean, to people. So, um, I mean, that's why I've been with my manager for so long. Yeah. You know what I mean, but it's like, I don't know why I, I had a point. Well, you it's were... okay. Let's just move on. Okay. <laughs> I had a point, but I don't know what it was. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, because I'm trying to figure out what the point was. Yeah. No, that's way too far back. It was. It's okay. okay Let's fine. Just, we can just fucking move on, and okay. then we'll think about it. Okay. 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 Yeah. You don't have to cut that out. I like it when I don't know what I'm doing. That's. I wasn't going to. You weren't gonna cut that out. No. You don't edit this. Uh, I used to with my dad because he takes long to pause, but. This one you want. Uh, this no, one you want. This wanted. is nice. You're this talking nice. a lot. Yeah. My dad will like take a long time, and then he'll talk. So it's like I don't really have to edit much. You can go yeah. ahead. Give it a shot. And the teachers that were helping you, pulling you along the yeah, way. Yeah, but there was a point why I was gonna say that, you know what I mean? But I don't, I don't remember what the point was. Okay. But it's fucking fine. Okay, okay. It's fine. I, all I'm saying though is, is, oh yeah. So it's just like, um, uh, you don't fucking. Know. Yeah, I don't fucking remember. Yeah, yeah, I don't fucking remember. Okay. You know, my point you know my dad's name's Bobby. What? My dad's name is Bobby. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Blood, sweat, and tears. Blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. So, um, so your teachers were the ones that pulled you along, and you were you went into rehab when you were in high school. Yeah. And was it because you were like because of your home life? You were. Is your mom still alive? Yeah, she is. Are you close to her? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know what close means. I mean, I I text her every day. That's nice. And That's what's close. what's great about like you know I've always been able to kind of make okay money. Even what's what that mean? Thank you. How long do you go? I well. It's your, your. I'm not done. You're the you're the one in I didn't charge. drive all the way to West Hollywood Listen, to, to do 55. Not, he's just you know telling I mean? me there's 55 minutes that we've done. Okay. We haven't you're, even brushed the surface of that shit. You're the fucking star. I'm not a star, so man. Stop fucking saying that, man. I'm doing that just to fuck okay, with you. Okay. All right. I'm trickstering you. Yeah. Okay. So what? Oh, your mom. Your mom. You oh, my mom. My, my mom. Yeah, yeah. I um. You have to understand that my mom. So my mom. I'm gonna tell you about my mom. So my mom grew up during the Korean War, right? So did my dad. And they didn't meet until America. They okay. met in L.A. Okay. My parents did. So they didn't meet and get married, and they, you know what I mean? They met here. So my point is, is this, is that my da- – so imagine my mom. My mom, during the Korean War – this is a terrible story. Uh, All right. So when my death mo- involved? Yeah, why? Ugh, I just, like, don't like death, but you can go on. All right. So my mother, um, she was cross-eyed, 
right? So like her pupil went into her head. So you couldn't see the thing. So she was bullied a lot. Aww. Kids used to throw rocks at her head. You know what I mean? And um, so when she was like nine years old or 10, you know, they lived on this mountaintop in this like r- house made out of rice paper. Oh. Yeah, it's like really old. Okay. Their bathroom was, because I had been there before, you know what I mean? It was this hole in the ground. And there was like f- six generations of my family that shit in this hole. So if you looked in the side the hole, my great 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 grandfather's shit is still in there, which is like kind of like an awesome feeling. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like uh, I wouldn't go dig it up or whatever, but if you look at the bottom of this fucking thing, his shit it's is like there. My my great 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 grandfather's shit you is there. You don't think that it turned into mud? It's still there in some form. They maybe okay. blended yeah. together. I don't know. Okay. I don't know how shit works. Right. But my point okay. is, is that so they lived in this rice house. So my mom walked a mile down this hill to go to school, right? Yeah. So one morning, she used to walk my aunt to school. She was two years younger. Okay. And this is during the Korean War. So there's, you know, imagine there's bombs going off. You know what I mean? And, you know what I mean? There's witnessing just atrocities, like what Ukraine is witnessing. Right. I just, I, why didn't they cancel school? I have fucking no idea. But, um, and she forgot her book. She, she told my aunt to stay on the side of the street or whatever. And then she ran up, got her book, came back down. And a military truck had like whizzed around the corner of the street. So my mom witnessed. Um, no. Like my aunt's legs were on one side. No, of the- Bobby. What the fuck? I'm just telling you what's going on. I know. Go on. All right. And her upper body was on the other side. No. Entrails. I mean, you know what I mean? She was still alive. I'm kidding. <laughs> she was like, help me. <laughs> no, she was dead. Right. But it was so bad. because, And then my mom, obviously, at nine or ten years old, she's in trauma. Right. Yeah. So she had to run back up. And there was no ambulance back then. So they took empty rice bags and picked no. up my aunt at that barrier. Right. And so she witnessed that. Right. Never dealt with that. Yeah, of and then course. she moves to America, and she meets an alcoholic, Rachel Hall, like my like my dad that used to beat the shit out of her, like <sighs> knock her teeth out and stuff. No. Right? Yeah. Did she still have her eye? She, my dad gave her surgery, so oh. she still she has normal eyes now. But um, that's the one thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. He knocked it back in a couple more times, but <laughs> <laughs> surgery so always helps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um. So you have to imagine, like, she went through that as a child, and then she grew up in that house, right? Wow. In a prison, really, right? Yeah. And um, my dad died two and a half years ago, and this is the freest I've ever seen my mom. Wow. She's just They were still light. together. Oh, yeah. She's just light and having fun and going on the internet and watching shows and like you know, she's obsessed with um, BTS. So she, we send her BTS like pillows and and posters, and so she loves it, right? But she's like the lightest person, uh, version of herself that I've ever seen. You know what I mean? Wow. But so she, um, and she doesn't. I'll give you an example. I six months ago I was in Arizona. That's where she lives, and we were having coffee, and I look at her and I just start crying. You go, Mom, I'm so sorry about your childhood. And I'm so sorry that you Dad apologized beat you. about your childhood? No, her 
oh, to her that, that she had to live through this. Yeah. And I go, and um, you know, and all the trauma that you went through, and you know what I mean, and you just had a fucking terrible life, and uh, I'm weeping. Okay. My brother's sitting next to me, like looking at me, going, "What the fuck is going on and here?" And I know your brother. And I go, and I love you so much, and thank you for my life, and this and that. And she looks at me, and she goes, "I want to go buco to pepo." <laughs> Like, that was a response. I want to go to Buca de Pepo to get spaghetti or whatever. What? Like, it just kind of like... She can't... She, she can't she even... She blocked it out. Like she it's, can't even. Yeah. You know what I mean? How old is she? She's 80 now. So it's wow. like, you know, and she... And I've tried to get her therapy, like... Because I see a trauma therapist. Yeah. And she's old school Korean. So yeah. she just won't do it. And she's... It's just like robotic. Like, that's that's it. All she knows is that she feels a little safer... And I, I'm doing everything I can to make her life, the tail end of her life, Lush. as comfortable as possible. Yeah. So obviously, I, you know, I send her money and I, whatever she needs, I'm there. You know what I mean? But um, and don't get me wrong, I um, I miss my dad a lot. I do. I did love him a lot, because you know, it, at the end of the day, he was abused. It's a cyclical thing, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's like he did I, when they say they did the best they can. It is a true thing, you know? Yeah. I would have done it way better. I would have done it way differently than him. But um, there wasn't, back in the 50s and 60s, the kind of world that we live in when there was, you know, you know, we've had years of research now when it comes to trauma, what it does to your body. Therapy, yeah. You know what I mean? And being open about it and it's normal. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, for, and all that stuff, you know yeah. what I mean? And so... Um, you know, if he had access to that kind of um, help, yeah, maybe it would have been different. But he just didn't have the access, and he was an alcoholic. You know what I mean? But I remember when I got sober at seventeen, I just remember distinctly going, "I don't want to be like him, so yeah. I'm going to get sober." I mean, that's it. You know what I mean? I just don't want to be like him. And I and I've I had there's certain traits that he has. That I have, not the negative ones. He has some positive ones. Yeah. Like he's a funny guy when he wants to be. My mom's hilarious. Is she? Oh my God. She just did a Bad Friends, my podcast with Andrew. We, she did the live and she killed it. She's so funny. You know oh, what I mean? I'm going to listen to but, it. But um, yeah, uh, um, I just have a lot of um, empathy for my mom. And then she had two kids, me and my brother. You know my brother Steve, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I've yeah. done his podcast. You've done his podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're just two weird kids that, like, we used different things to, to survive. You know what I mean? Did you guys, were you close to come together to survive, or were you? No, we're, yeah, he's, like, my best friend. Yeah. And did, and when you left, though, when you moved out, and your mom stayed, did you ever try to get her to move out, or was it, like, that's your parents? He, so, the last time he hit me, I was a junior in high school, and he used to like to hit me with golf clubs. No. What do you mean? That's very hard. Yeah, very hard. And my brother can tell you this. Um, this is the one day, the first time he was ever proud of me. My dad picked up a golf club, and he hit me with it, right? And at that time now, I was on the wrestling team. I had, I, it was right before I got sober, but I was like, I was still on the wrestling team, and I had I'm taller than him at that point. Yeah. My dad was a small man. And I picked up the golf club and I fucking hit him. I beat the shit. I mean, it was crazy. It was like, 
a lightsaber war, you know? And it got to the point where he was just like hurt. And he looked at me and he goes, he just dropped the golf club and just walked to his room. And he never hit anybody else again in the house. No. So a- after that, my dad was never abusive and never like, um, he didn't lay a hand on anybody. So when I, my brother and I moved out of the house, we felt kind of safe because he had changed. But it's in that time period where he kind of went, I just can't get away with this. I'll die. Wow. I, w- I was going to kill him. Wow. I would have killed him. That is epic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not a violent guy at all yeah. in, in any way, shape, or form. I've never, I'm not, it's not, it's not in me. But, um, but I How had enough. How did you feel after that? Did you feel like I won that? Or like you got some sort of control? It's not just that. It was just like, I literally went, number one, I had no future. I had no dreams. I was on survival mode, right? Yeah. Constantly. Like when I walk into a room and ask anybody that eats with me, I'm always analyzing where the exits are. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who's in the room, right? How can I escape? You know what I mean? Damn. All those things are a part of my, you know, I mean, daily behavioral skills. I don't know if that's yeah. the right word, but these are things that I do Habit. all the time. Habits. habits. Yeah, yeah, behavioral habits, you know. I'm always, and, and back then it was way worse because I wasn't doing any fucking trauma work. So I was like constantly, every day, on alert. Damn. Fight or flight, you know what I mean? Yeah. The reptilian part of your brain. I was yeah. just living off of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I live like that. And in comedy, it's, it's stand with comedy, the world is just like growing up. How so? It's the same feeling in environment, especially the open mic level, mm. right? Mm-hmm. It's, there's a lot of backstabbing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like ignoring, right? Yeah. Like them going, not even, like you, I remember as a kid going to open mics and signing in, waiting eight hours, yeah. and then not even be able to go up. Yeah. And like, get the fuck out of here or whatever. Yeah. There was this kid, guy named Scott Bowman. So, ask, so you know who Darren Carter is? Yes, yes. You know Darren Carter? The party, the party started. started. So Darren Carter in 1995 was a doorman at the La Jolla Comedy Store. Okay. When you started. When I started. And I remember talking to him, and he was like an elder statesman at the time. He was a guy that I was like, this guy's the greatest yeah. I've ever seen. You know yeah. what I mean? So Darren goes, hey, there's a coffee shop. Um, in Pacific Beach that I play at, I'm trying to get you in the room. So I remember going to the fucking coffee shop with him, and I'm going to tell, because he's still around this guy, I want to say his name. His name is Scott Bowman from San Diego. And I remember Darren going, hey, this is an open micer. He's really funny. He's got potential. And Scott going, I got to see your act. I go, okay, I can go up now. He goes, no, after the show. So I waited afterwards. I went to the parking lot. After the show? After the show. And he leaned against his car, and he goes, do it. Shut the fuck up. I swear to God. And I remember doing my act in front of him. No. He's like, nah. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? I just remember going home going, that feeling of like being rejected. Yes. And it was comedy at that level is constantly like that mm. of just being you're invisible and you just want to be seen you know what i mean and you if you 
if you have to fight to be seen you have to like bring out what that anger that came out with your dad almost like yeah. i remember yeah yeah the day that i like stuck up to all these guys who kept cutting in front of me and i'd be like oh, was there <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it was that like, feeling that feeling yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're like i'm done yeah yeah and it's and it felt comfortable yeah in yeah. a weird way yeah. you know what i mean it's like i this world i'm gonna have to you know what i mean i feel comfortable but i i just know what i have to do Right. Right. And you're, it's years of that. Right. And it's so in many ways, it's like that's but what, what what I have to admit is once you get to another level, it just becomes not about that anymore. It's, it becomes now, you know, what I mean, I get sponsored anywhere. Time It was just yeah. great. I'm so blessed because I can go at any A room and they'll go, when, when do you want to go up? You know, what I mean, and it's a really good place to be. But in many ways, I miss that. You know what I mean? Because you're used to that kind of that environment. World, that environment, that world. yeah. You, there's prob- probably some sort of like sick nostalgia that you have or the comfort of it. Yeah. It's your childhood. Yeah. I think it cha- I think once I did Jay Leno back then, that was like the thing to do. Mm-hmm. I remember, here's how I got Jay Leno. I was working the back door of the comedy store in Hollywood. You know, you wear the comedy store shirt. Yeah. And I was sitting there checking IDs to go to the belly. People were going to the belly room. And these two guys walked up to me, and I couldn't believe it. They go, we're Mark and Bob, and we, they were wearing suits. So I knew that there was something wrong. Yeah. And they go, I go, can I see your ID? Uh, you want to go to the show? And they go, no, we just want to talk to you. And I thought, like, they were FBI or something. Like, I thought... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, there's, there was You're something like, wrong. What, like, what, 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 I, I didn't what do did my yeah. dad do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or something happened, yeah. right? I go, are you guys a part of the government? <laughs> and they go, no, no, no. We work for the Tonight Show. Okay. Oh, you don't have to pay to get... You know, like, I was just being so defensive. Yeah. yeah. And they go, no, no. We're, sh- shut the fuck up. They, you know what I mean? They go, um, we've been watching you at open mics. And I go, oh. Open mics? Yeah, they were, like, going around, like, not open mics. There was just be a, ta- a, a show called Dublin's. Okay. Right? So it was, like, half... Younger comics have established, yeah. And every once in a while, I would get in front of before like Dan Cook or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I was in okay. that middle cusp of like I could kill it for ten. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And um, they go, "No, we we're watching you around town, and we think you can do the Tonight Show." I go, "What?" <laughs> and they go, "Yeah, yeah, but we really have to see you and and give you notes." So I remember them coming out a lot, you know yeah. what I mean? And they never gave me a date. They just kind of went, when there's a, an emergency. And I remember one day they go, tomorrow. No. You got to be here. You're doing it. And I didn't have a car. And I was with, living with 11 people in a one-bedroom apartment in Silver Lake. What? Yeah. Were I took they, a bus there. Were they comic? No. They were oh all skaters. Hot. They were all skaters, you know. And um, took a bus there. Whoa. And I remember, like getting in there, my name on a star, whatever. And I walked in this dressing room, and my brother's there, my little brother's there. And my brother's like, what the fuck is going on, man? This is crazy. And I remember Jay Leno knocking on my door. He walks in, he goes, hey, welcome. No. And I go, hi. <laughs> and he sits down, you know, from the comedy store. And we talk for like 30 minutes. But, you know, when you're in that situation, yeah. you're not really listening. Yes, yes, you're just yes, smiling yes, and going, yes. like, I don't want to say the wrong thing. And I remember doing it and then him calling me over the couch. And at that moment, I went, 
that desperate open micer trying to get spots and all that stuff, it sort of changed with me. You know what I mean? I went, okay, this is all that shit I went through. Yeah. Right? This is a positive sign. Yeah. Right? And I remember just doing well. And I remember kind of it changing after that a little bit for me, you know? Were you still doing... Oh, yeah, because you were a door guy still, so you were still doing open mics. Then after that, you're like, oh, I'm not... You felt... No, at that... Once I got the show that they said I was going to get the Tonight Show, right after that is when... Because I had Abby, my manager. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So she used that, that he's going to do the Tonight Show. They don't know when, Mm -hmm. right? And got me... Because I couldn't get an agent, but got me... An audition for Matt TV. Oh, okay. So she used that, and I got in the door, and I booked the show, and then I then the thing opened up, and I you know, but I still had no money. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, it all happened like really fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at that time, um, I just never really worked the door after that. Crazy. Like I immediately was like, oh, I, I can like get a nice apartment and yeah. buy a car. Yeah. And all that shit came in that couple of years wow. where it was just like, it completely changed. It was so good. Wow. Overnight, pretty much. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. 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 And were your parents, do they watch you? Like, So they said, don't ever call us again because um, my dad, you know, because they're like, they didn't know what it was. They didn't go, like, comedy? What did that? You know, and I go, well, you know, you just go up in front of bodies and like, you're not funny. No. You, you never walk. Your dad's... Go to college. Yeah, all that stuff, right? Oh, my God. And I'm like, yeah, but this is my dream. Yeah, yeah. And I remember... I'm not going to cry. But I remember the next day after the Tonight Show, my parents calling. And you hadn't talked to them? In a while. And they go... They were crying. Really? Yeah, and they go, we're so sorry. We didn't support you. And I'm like, like, I'm like, I'm not going to go in your face. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You grab another you golf club. Or whatever. You know, <laughs> <laughs> get racial. But like, I no, I went, it's all right. You know, but, I, you know, it's like, it, and then every Saturday they would watch me on Mad. Oh, my God. And they were just like, stay up. And like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And DVR, I think, I don't know, did they DVR record tape it or whatever? And they would watch it over and over again. And they would laugh. And it was, like, really cool. Wow. Yeah, 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 Did you feel more validated with that or with getting the Tonight, or doing well in the Tonight Show? I still don't feel validated. I mean, listen. Yeah. You gotta really... I still don't feel validated. Work on that. That's so I'm single now, and um, I'm 50. You're 50? Yeah. You don't look 50. You d- and um, I am. Oh. I'm 50 years old. Okay. And I, I feel like this this next phase in my life is a new adventure. And I don't know what it's going to bring me, but I'm very excited about you it. You are excited. Yeah. So you're not, you're okay. I can't tell if you're okay or not okay. What do you mean? You go back and forth within this hour. Sometimes you're validated, sometimes you're not. Sometimes it's not that I'm okay. I feel optimistic. I don't feel That's dread. Good. That's good. I don't feel dread. Do you feel like, do you feel like a new, like, like you, like, it's a beautiful morning, and you walk out of the shower? That's never happened. You know what? That's never happened. Maybe it will. No, that'll never happen. No, Bobby. Maybe it will. First of all, I don't take showers in the morning. (laughs) 
Okay. So that would never happen. But it's also, a beautiful evening. This is what I do when I wake up. Okay. And this is the sound I make. <gasps> you know what I mean? Like I'll wake up and go alive. Oh. You know what I mean? And I'll sit on the side it's of the like, bed or are you and, and, I, and I'll lean over off. like this. You mean like a defeated boxer? Oh, oh, you know what I mean? okay. In between rounds, and just go. And just like, you know how you're like kind of groggy? Yeah. You're going, what the fuck do I got to do today? What's going, what's today about? Yeah. Like this yeah. morning I was like, oh, Nikki Bond, who's Nikki Bond? Nikki Bond. Because <laughs> <laughs> I looked at my schedule and Nick and I, uh, oh yeah. You know what I mean? That type of thing. <laughs> and then you got in the shower and went, beautiful <laughs> morning. No. And I remember I got coffee and I came here. You know what I mean? But, um. What time did you wake up? Two. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah two. What? Well, okay, well. Oh, thank you. Wait. Are we done? No, do you want to be done? Well, we I don't know when done. it's done. Well. You have other questions? I Ask want... me some questions. Is that your phone? That's your phone. Yeah, yeah. Are you okay? How long did we start? What time did we start? 3.30? 3.30. Yeah, yeah. How do you Let's feel? Let's go another 10 minutes. Do you want to wrap it up? I don't. What, yes, I can wrap it up. Let's wrap. Well, let's it wrap up. it up. Let's do a tail end wrap up. You do yell. I guess you do yell. Okay. Let's wrap it up. Okay, wait. But I just want you to give. Can you give some listener? Because some of my listeners are people that have shitty dads or their dads that are worried they're not being good enough. And I feel like you have circled back and you like forgive your dad and you gave. Do you forgive your dad? I do because here's the deal. And this is a true thing. I wouldn't change anything in the past because I don't think that if I had the kind of life that other people had, I don't know if I'd be in this place right now. And the place that I'm in right now is exciting and fun. You know, um, I have a great life. I really do. And I have, you know, I mean, every here's what, what I love about my the business that we're in, and you, you'll experience this. I promise you, right? Is that it becomes like little lotteries. Yeah. You get okay. little lottery wins. Like, um, you'll get a call like, "You got offered this," and it came out of nowhere. Just like, out of yeah. nowhere, like yeah. you know, I just did. Um, last summer I did a movie, and it was like it's not out yet, but it was. So imagine it was a pandemic. Yeah. And I just got a call going, are you interested in going to Budapest? And I go, for what? It's a movie. There's a guy named Eli Roth. I go, I'm a huge Eli Roth fan. You know what I mean? I loved him in Inglorious Bastards as an actor. You know what I mean? But I also love Host Hostel. He directed that. He goes, yeah, it's um, the movie is Kate Blanchett, Jamie Lee Shut Curtis, Kevin Hart. Jack Black, um, but you have to be there for two months with them in a hotel. And I go, uh, nowhere I'd rather be. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, and then the, the, I also met new people like Cheyenne Jackson and Janina Gavankar mm. and other people. But anyway, um, I remember flying to Budapest last year. I spent two months, and I remember because because you know, I, just I want to say, I've so. I am only ring around comedians, mm -hmm. right? So you know, like I've you know, I'll see Dave Chappelle. Let's take a photo. You know what I mean? I yeah. mean, that's how yeah. exciting my life is, right? Yeah. Which is you know, after a while, like when you see Louis C.K. or whoever's this big, you're like, you oh, it's, it's Louis C.K. Who gives yeah. a fuck, right? Yeah, totally. But when I'm around like 
actors that I grew up watching and stuff like that, it becomes a completely different thing, right? Yeah. So I remember I fly to Budapest. This is exciting. Check this out. And I remember I walk into my hotel room. And so because there was a pandemic and, and um, people are quarantined, there's like six other movies and TV shows that are being filmed. And everyone can't leave the Four Seasons. So everyone was forced to eat at the Whoa. same place and be around each other. Damn. Right? So I'm like, oh, there's Oscar Isaac. I mean, it was like that crazy. Whoa. Right? So I remember I walked into my hotel room. It's at the Four Seasons. And I never stayed. I mean, it's like really nice. And there was a letter from Jamie Lee Curtis. And he goes, dear Bobby, I don't know you, but meet me tomorrow at noon. Let's have lunch. No. Yeah. Right? And I remember going, what? And I remember meeting her at lunch. She hugged me. And we became friends. And, and me, her, and Penn from Penn & Teller, because he was in the movie too, we walked around Budapest together. We went to a Burger King. Whoa. You know what I mean? It was like really surreal. Yeah. And those are the little things that happen, right, yeah. that make it all worthwhile. Right. They're just really cool, weird. And I've had, like, one time I did a movie with um, Michelle Yao from um, Everyone, Nowhere at Once, that movie. I don't know that movie. Everywhere, Everywhere Nowhere at Once. It's the biggest movie oh, out. Oh, Everywhere, Nowhere at Once. Something like that, right? Yeah, did you yeah, see yeah, it? yeah, yeah. I didn't it's see it. It's crazy no. and good. Okay. But she was in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember being in Thailand with her doing a movie going, and this was many years ago, but going, oh, this is cool. And as long as you get little moments like that, and you know you what I mean? you appreciate them and You see appreciate them. and you go, I can't believe it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Then it makes it all worthwhile. Yeah. I'll tell you another good thing that happened. Um, I remember one time, these just memories I had. So I, did, I was in the movie The Dictator. Yeah. With Sasha Baron yeah, Cohen. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember being super nervous about doing a scene with Ben <laughs> Kingsley. Mm -hmm. And I remember being in New York. I did the scene with Ben and he did something... That was so like, because, you know, when you're young, like, not young, but when you, you know, you're not really used to being in like Hollywood situations. Yeah. You get so focused on like, I don't want to fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't fuck this up. Right. And I remember I couldn't sleep that night. I was like memorizing my lines backwards and forwards. You know what I mean? Yeah. So no matter what happens. You know your lines. I just know it. You know what I mean? Even how, if I'm yeah. scared. Right. Yeah. But I remember being there and I'm like, I don't know my line. And then he going, what's my line? <laughs> right and as, and then I remember between they had to set something up and I remember sitting on a couch and he goes my sit next to you and he sat next to me he goes tell me about yourself and I remember having uh, like this 20 minute conversation about the movie um, Gandhi because he was Gandhi yeah right because I love that movie and he was just telling me about the movie I just remember going wow this is unfucking believable you know Damn. this is so unbelievable yeah. that I signed up, I walked by the comedy store in La Jolla in 95. Yeah, you stumbled and I, upon And it. I knocked on the door. You know what I mean? And when you yeah. make big choices like that and you walk through fear and you just let everything go and you just go for it, wonderful things can happen. Yep. That's a good That's way good to ending. wrap. That was That's a good, a good ending. ending. You know what I'll say? One more characteristic about you is you don't feel sorry for yourself. What's so what you mean? Okay. What's so what? You said Mamerica earlier, and What's I didn't so say What's anything so mean? about it. Soy. No, what does it mean? Soy, like soy protein. What is it? Soy. Sorry. Have you not? Sorry. Have you not had oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> My bad. So I don't feel what? Say it again. 
sorry for yourself. I don't feel sorry for myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great story. That's a Do great ending. Do I feel ending. sorry for... No, I don't. It doesn't say... Well, you're not mourning in your past and your childhood and being like, whoa, you're not, you're not a woe is me. But that's what I'm saying to your fans is, is that even though I had this weird fucking dark survival past, right? If you try to live a big life, not become like your dad, you know what I mean, right? And also do work. I've always been in AA. I've always been in therapy and I've always read books and I tried to better myself, right? But if you really just go for it, right? And learn from your past, right? And um, that you can have a great life, you know? You really can, you know? And um, there are people like my mom who never really did that, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I choose not to live in that. Ah, I love that. It's a choice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, so that's it. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Is there anything you'd like to plug? No. You know where to find him. Yeah, I'll plug. Oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. Um, when does this come out? Uh, Thursday. Okay, so um, this week I'm on a show called Reservation Dogs, and I did two episodes. I don't know what episode oh, I'm in. Oh, cool. But check out Reservation Dogs. It's on FX. On FX. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Bobby. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that was just the best. I'm so grateful to have had him on the podcast because I got so much career advice, self-esteem, parental advice, hot goss, all of it in one. And I love hanging out with Bobby, but like who who wouldn't? I love hanging out with Bobby, my dad. I love hanging out with Bobby Lee. Uh, it just, I guess, depends which one shows up. <laughs> which one? Which one's here? Now, this whole episode, without a break, is on YouTube.com slash Nikki Bond if you want to check out the video. And that's all I want to say about that. But here's the thing. I don't know if I need to do that much of a recap because it just spoke for itself. And the one thing that I will bring up is that, listen, he told me that he would share the clip, right, on Instagram. That if I posted, he would share and he hasn't shared it yet. And I'm going to tell you, it's really getting my insecurities triggered for some reason. A couple of friends said that I should just reach out and be like, hey, hello, you didn't share this. But I don't want to bug him. But then he told me that I should be asking for things more. But like, what do I do? Is this a test? It's definitely not a test. And the thing that got me the most was, now I'm really sharing all my insecurities. The thing that got me the most was he shared other podcasts that he was on. But he didn't share this. So I'm like, do you not like the clip I made? Did he not have a good time? I know that he had a good time. Am I not good enough to share the clip? Why aren't you promoting it? What's going on? I thought that we were like in a good place. Anyways, I'm just letting you know. So I'm saying this because we'll see if he comes through and he actually shares it when I post again. But if he doesn't, I'm going to be very insecure and wondering what I did and then spiral into the old childhood triggers but let's hope that that doesn't happen oh my god anyways I really appreciate him coming on and taking the time and it was such a good talk and I hope that it helped you 
and I hope that you got a couple chuckles, and I hope that my dad comes back. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram, Nikki Bond. As I said, we're on YouTube and Woe Dad on Instagram. Thanks for listening and your support, and uh, see you soon.